Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, on a Wednesday, we like to get our regular update from Ron Ross, our expert on Israel and the Middle East. Ron, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Ron, Israeli commandos rescued two hostages this week from deep inside the Gaza Strip in what was called Operation Golden Hand. Yeah, an amazing event. At about 2 a.m. on Monday morning, Israeli commandos reached Israeli hostages Fernando Maman and Louis Ha deep inside the town of Rafa, rescuing them from the hands of the Hamas terrorists after 129 days of captivity in Gaza. Operation Golden Hand was a full success, with IDF troops managing to extract the two hostages without the loss of life on the Israeli side and uplifting the whole nation in the process. This is a day of joy mixed with sadness, joy over the release of our hostages and sadness over our fallen soldiers. However, I would like to tell you that the freeing of Lewis and Fernando was one of the most successful rescue operations in the history of the State of Israel, Prime Minister Netanyahu said on Monday. Commanders of Israel Defence Forces, the Shin Bet Security Agency and the Israel Police trained for Operation Golden Hand for about a month, waiting for the right opportunity to strike. Netanyahu gave the green light just a few days ago at about 1am on Monday morning the raid received the final go-ahead. The operation began with dozens of airstrikes against Abbas, Shabara battalion in Rafa to obscure the target of the mission. Israeli commanders of the police's Yaman counter-terrorism unit and a special unit of the Shin Bet approached the two-storey building where the hostages were held, which was surrounded by three other buildings manned by armed terrorists. Intelligence had indicated the hostages were being held on the second floor of the building. Within one minute, the commandos breached the door with an explosive charge, eliminating three armed terrorists, and they reached the hostages. On the way out, one of the soldiers noticed that Lewis Haar was barefoot, Without hesitating, he picked Tar up, carried him to the meeting point before giving him his own shoes, continued the operation barefoot. Incredible story. So good for those particular individuals and their families, but so sad for those whose family members are still held uh, and no one knows if they're, if they're dead or alive. But that is a very good news story. And Benjamin Netanyahu is giving Joe Biden hell, according to U.S. media reports. Yeah, this is a very concerning story. U.S. President Joe Biden is angry with Netanyahu and called him, in fact, an a-hole in private conversations due to military disagreements over the Gaza war, NBC reported. 
On other occasions, the president referred to Netanyahu as this guy and stated the Israeli prime minister was giving him hell for disagreeing to the ceasefire deal, sources familiar with the conversations told NBC. Biden's comments come amid Israel's plan for a military operation in Rafah, which the US is said to have some reservations about. According to those in the know, President blames Netanyahu for Israel's refusal to shift military tactics in its war with Hamas. In a statement summarizing the Sunday phone call between President and Netanyahu, the White House said that Biden shared Israel's goal to see Hamas defeated and to ensure the long-term security of Israel and its people. Uh, amazing, really. And, and, and during a U.S. media interview, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu bluntly said that those who oppose the Israel Defense Forces operations in Rafah want Israel to lose the war. Yeah, pretty profound. Netanyahu was being interviewed by the U.S. TV program ABC News this week. He responded with criticism regarding the future IDF operation in Rafah. Whoever tells us not to operate in Rafah is actually calling on us to lose the war and leave Hamas there, he said. He also clarified that Israel is planning to move the more than one million evacuees currently sheltering in Rafah. Victory is within reach. We're going to do it. We're going to get the remaining Hamas terrorist battalions and Rafah, which is the last bastion, is where we're going to do it, he said in the interview. Netanyahu did not provide details or a date for the start of the ground manoeuvre in Rafah during the ABC interview. He agrees with the Americans that the operation must be carried out cautiously. We're going to do it while providing safe passage for the civilian population so that they can leave. And senior Hamas leaders speaking with a Lebanese news outlet said that Hamas will not accept the existence of Israel. Now, Andrew, when I worked in Jerusalem, there was a leader in Iran, uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, who was very pleased to repeat very often they wanted to wipe Israel off the map. We've got to understand that these terror groups that Israel's fighting against are all Iranian-sponsored. So when you hear this, it's frightening to think that Israel, which is a third the size of Tasmania, is being asked to divide into a two-state solution which makes them a sitting duck for this goal. A senior Hamas terrorist told a Lebanese news outlet, which the allied jihadist group Hezbollah operates, that his group would offer no compromise on the destruction of Israel, describing the Jewish state as having no future in the region. Osama Hamdan, the top Hamas representative in Lebanon, threatened all who support the existence of Israel telling Hezbollah's Al-Manan news, whoever counts on it or attaches their future to it will lose. Hamden's comments echo the ideological provisions of the Hamas terrorist charter and statement made since 2023 by officials in Iran, the world's premier state sponsor of terrorism and a top Hamas financier. It reminds us of the 1930s with Hitler saying, all I want is Czechoslovakia, I want the Sudetenland, and then I'll be happy. And of course, the West gave him that, and he wanted much more. And I, I see a lot of similarities there too. But uh, Moody's downgrade uh, Israel's credit rating as well. Yeah, this is a hard story to read. 
credit ratings agency Moody's concluded its review of Israel and downgraded the country to A2 from A1, citing material, political and fiscal risks for the country due to its war with Hamas. A2 is five notches above investment grade, while its credit outlook was kept at negative by Moody's, meaning a further downgrade is possible. I just wonder how many other groups, like the UN, like the International Red Cross and now Moody's, can continue to attack Israel without people waking up what's going on. Very interesting and, and, and very sad. But, uh, Ron, I want to thank you for these really insightful updates about what's going on in Israel and the war in Gaza at the moment. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 